1: I mean, I don't know. I also don't think it's a bad idea to have the day off. I mean, the city of Cincinnati has decided to give all their kids the day off, as Laura pointed out in what you need to know yesterday. So, I mean, could be a passive-aggressive shot, though. I would say by Steve Mason. What say you, Scott Kaplan? Doesn't sound like Scott Kaplan is there because
2: usually he would be. Oh, because usually I'd be hearing him going, "Woo, yeah." You you didn't hear me say any of that? Nope, nothing. Not oh thing. my god. This whole time I've been like bound down don't bound down don't nope, no, no. I definitely would have heard down, that down, and been down, like, yeah. why
1: are you doing that? But go
2: ahead. Well, because it's like it's that's the song. Is an no, no, eminence no. front? Is an eminence front? It's a put on. Don't 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 don't, don't you don't get that one? You don't hear the song? It. Yeah, yeah, I hear it. I love your bird sound effects. Yeah. It was also top of mind for me today. Is George going to go deeper into his bag of bird sounds? Because you gave us a crow, I believe? And was it a I, I gave you a, a falcon. Yeah. Oh, falcon? Yeah. And what was the other bird?
1: Uh, I think we did an eagle, perhaps. It as was well. a vulture.
2: Vulture, oh, a vulture. Vulture and
1: a falcon. That's vulture what and falcon. Yes. Yeah, and, and it
2: wasn't falcon. just the the noise that the bird makes when communicating. Right. It was also the sound effect of when the bird is coming in for prey yeah just strong right. george strong yeah,
1: yeah um did mason take a passive aggressive shot at me
2: um kind of sorta yeah 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 mason did kind of take a little bit of a shot at you but i think he was upset i think he was hurt man i think i think mason comes on the air mm-hmm. the day after the nfc championship game right when sadly everyone saw it on television or heard it on television or was listening on 710 or right whatever you heard the niner fans yes what what mason tried to do though and i think there's a very smart move as a leader in the ramily george yeah 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 when you have the sort of platform mason has you come on the air and you debunk what has been said as fact
1: Oh, see, I would disagree. Right. Oh. I, I don't think he's trying to debunk anything. I think he's, he was providing misinformation. hmm Yeah, that's what I would say. Well, it may be misinformation. You better uh, cancel
3: your Spotify account for misinformation.
1: Yeah. We'll get to that some other time.
2: Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started on that because I love Neil Young. I love Neil Young. All
3: right, you said don't get you started on it. I did.
1: And yet you're going to do it anyway.
2: I'm not going to do it. Don't get okay. me started. Yes. Okay. Back to Mason taking a shot at you. How do you yeah. feel? How do you feel about? I this? mean,
1: I, it doesn't really it wasn't really that big a deal. Like him saying he's not going to be the guy to do this. That's fine. Okay. Well, we're we're also not going to be the guys that are going to tell you something that didn't actually happen. So there's that.
2: I would do what Mason did. I got to be honest with you, George. I'd come on the air if I were the leader of the Ramley. Uh huh. Self proclaimed, by the way. Yeah, yes. If I had those season tickets, if I spent that amount of money on a PSL, yeah. I'd and I had this platform, I'd come on the air Monday and I go, "Hey, I don't know what you guys are talking about." Okay? I don't know who said 60-40 in favor of 49er fans. Okay, but I was there. Yeah. And at at worst, it was 50-50. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Okay. If I were a self-proclaimed leader within the Ramley. All right. Fair so enough. you lie. Lindsay, lying is a very delicate word here because there's outright lying mm-hmm. when you know you're telling a lie, mm-hmm. and then there's lying when you believe your own truth. You understand? <laughs> Does this make sense to you, Lindsay? I mean, Liz? I guess. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay, it baseball. It helps you sleep at night. Well, but Lindsay, a baseball. A lie a lie, if, sir. A lie if, is if a I, lie. If I go to the game, and in my mind, i see 50 50 i'm coming back on the air monday screaming 50 50. so you know some people may call it a lie i might call it my own truth
1: when you tell one lie it leads to another so you tell two lies to cover for each other remember that song no
2: no 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 that was you like guys? a kid's
1: song. Are you? Were you too old for that? Is that what happened? I
2: don't know. I mean, is that a kid's song that you and me would have had as kids, or is that a kid's song I mean, for yeah. kids? I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, I definitely had that as a kid. I'm pretty sure that that was part of like some sort of Sesame Street thing I saw probably as a kid.
2: Lindsay, Laura, you guys know that song George is saying? Cause- mm, I haven't heard it. but They're too young, though. That's different. George, I like the song. I'm Googling it as we are talking. Can you, can you, the lyrics though one more time, George.
1: When you tell one lie, it leads to another. So you tell two lies to cover for each other. Then you tell three lies and oh brother, you're in trouble up to your ears.
2: Oh my God. What, what true words those are.
1: Yeah.
3: Gee, that sounds very old. What What yeah, was that show you used to watch? the The educational one? Because you said you didn't so, watch Schoolhouse Rock. It's
0: an anti lying PSA commercial. Well,
3: there you go. Mm-hmm. That, from, that's from, a good it say PSA.
2: From say from go. what year that is? Because I mean, George, old guy here. You know, that sounded pre HD. That sounded very cassette recording. Young guy said like me, mid-80s. of course. I wouldn't know that. Mid eighties.
1: Mid-80s, there you go.
2: Perfect. Yeah, yeah I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> Mid- mid-80s, you were like already in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even born yet, George. Oh,
0: he was Come lying on. already. That's yeah. the problem. You were, you yeah,
1: were telling three a- lies to <laughs> cover for each other and up to your ears or whatever the hell it said.
2: Though That is a great song. I swear to you, I've never heard it. Yeah. I love the lyrics.
1: Do you think and, I'm alone though? Do you think anyone else was familiar with that PSA in the listening audience?
2: Gotta be somebody. Gotta be somebody out there that goes, Sedano, I hear it, I know it. And, and I also
1: kind of nailed it, right? Like the tune. Like I I you know, in the sense of what the tone of the tune was. Not that I could sing, but that I I did I had it on the right pitch and beat.
2: Don't be so hard on yourself. You carried a nice tune, George Sedano.
1: Yeah, I'm not. To cover for each other. Tell three lies. Oh, hey, brother. Women.
2: Really you're rocking in trouble out. up to your ears. This is a rock out kind of a jam, Lindsay, because He's you know what? very lyrics, serious about These it. lyrics are very meaningful. Yeah. You know? It's very true.
1: So anyway, you yeah. and Steve Mason have been telling lies to cover for each other. Kind of, sort of. I suppose yeah. that's the case. That's what I would say. Yeah. You know? I suppose. And I when you, you tell one lie, as I mentioned, it leads to another
2: which is why, George, I'll, i I got to tell you the truth here about lying. Here's the truth about lying. You ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't lie anymore in my life.
1: Get out of here. I don't believe that crap. I what I'm
2: telling you is an absolute truth. I don't lie anymore. I used to be a guy who would uh, try and cover, you know, hey, you know what, this isn't worth the trouble. I'm going to try and lie my way out of this thing you know but i have found that the fastest path from like a to z is just pure honesty just tell the truth 100% right. the truth right no matter what yes yes we're just adults we're adults treat each other like
1: adults i can understand if you were like a you know a kid even in like and what i mean by kid like just like someone young you know what i mean like you don't have to be like a child kid like you're young and you make mistakes and you say stupid stuff and you try to lie and here's I actually it's funny I had this conversation not to get too far off the deep end here but I don't know I don't know where we're kind of going down a, an interesting rabbit hole here but and we will get to sports at some point I promise but I've learned that in life you officially have matured when you stop blaming other people for your mistakes and you just take ownership of it yourself.
2: Oh, no, I I still do that. No, no, no. I still blame other people. Then you're not mature yet. Yeah, no, I still blame other people. I just stopped lying. It's just different.
1: I mean, okay, but that's kind of all in the same breath, isn't it?
2: It is, but what happens-
1: Because if you're blaming someone else for something you did, then you're kind of lying, right? Am I wrong here, ladies?
0: Nope. Uh, I mean- No? You agree with Kaplan? (laughs) I mean, I don't agree with Kaplan- but, but I, I do not not agree with Captain. I don't I, <laughs> I
3: wouldn't say that I agree with him, but I will say when you leave things out, it's different. You're you know? omitting. You're not. Yes, exactly. Really it's not lying. lying.
1: But I, no, go. omitting is absolutely lying. What are you talking
0: about? No, you're right. No, it's not. Dang, no, it's, it's right. not. Omitting is lying? My little Jimmy I, Cricket thing or Jimmy whatever.
3: They're two different things, because if somebody said to you, like... Did you, I'm, I'm tried to think of an example. Okay. I don't. I just don't think it's always directly lying.
0: Okay, if you're intentionally leaving things out or omitting things, yes, you are lying. If you happen to forget or whatever. Oh, it, right. You know, right, like, if you forget,
1: sure. if you you're forget intentionally doing it, that yeah. is the right yes. answer, Laura. Intentionally, yes. Yes.
2: Well, Let me tell you guys what happened to me. This yes. is a true story. This yes. changed my life.
1: Right. Are you, um, you going to uh, intentionally omit things? Uh, I'm not. Or... I'm
2: going to tell you guys a straight-up truth here, okay. and, and it's a very adult story, so everybody get ready. Here goes.
1: Uh-oh. Is it safe for air? Or we're yeah, not gonna I'm going to clean it up. Right? I'm going
2: to clean okay. it up. Okay, good, because, you know, I don't. Yeah, it. I don't want to get you in trouble, Laura, and get me in trouble, too, and George yeah. and Lindsay yeah. Baseball. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on a date with a woman. This is a few years back, probably about pre Pre-Rachel,
1: what, PR. Pre-Rachel,
2: right. Yeah. I'm on a date with this woman, and we, we get to this part of the conversation. Tell me if you've had this conversation. You're dating, so you, the question is: When was the last time you were with somebody else intimately? Okay. You guys, have you had these? Have you ever had this conversation with somebody you're dating? Yes. You no. Have I haven't.
1: Okay. I don't care about that. Yeah, like that's not a conversation that tends to come yeah, up. Yeah, any, anything
2: it's a safety before thing. me,
0: anything before me. Like, right. What am I, I gonna to
1: do that. if you didn't know me? Right. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think I think that's waste
2: wasting well, energy. No, well, let me tell you be what. Safe, bro. Let me tell you what what this woman's answer was. Okay. Okay. I'm with her Linda answer. This. Her answer was this. She goes like this to me. She goes, "Do you want me to tell you the honest truth?" I said, "Yes." We're dating. Okay. We're we're, we're trying to figure out this relationship. When was the last time you were with somebody intimately? And she said. Honest truth. I said, yes. She said this morning.
1: <laughs> That's
2: funny. It is funny. It's
3: very funny. Then you dumped her, right? No, I no, love no, her honesty. No no,
2: no, no. Let me tell you what happened. So then she comes back to me and she says, okay, I was honest. When was the last time you were intimate with somebody? I said, well, I haven't been. Of course. I mean, since the day we started dating, since our first date, I, I have not been intimate with anybody else. We had a long-distance relationship. She said, come on, are you serious? I said, okay, no, I'm lying. But you were honest with me. You told me you did with somebody this morning. True story. I also was with somebody else this morning. Totally true story. Once she told me the truth and I told her the truth, I felt this weight of the world lift off my shoulders like, ah, telling the truth feels great. And right. from that day forward, George Sedano, it's That's only been about four years. That's when you spun it forward, to be honest? That's when I started. I, I stopped lying from that day forward. That was four years ago. You've never lied in four years? Not intentionally.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that in itself is it's a, a lie. Yep. Yep.
2: That is a totally true story. She told me this morning. I replied with, because it was totally true. I, too, this morning. And we had... Oh, a moment of honesty it was great. Loved it.
0: And y'all didn't work out. Guys no, actually,
2: <laughs> I don't want to really discuss you guys what happened after that. But Yeah,
0: yeah, mm, can we not?
2: Yeah. yeah. You guys usually tell me TMI. I
3: was you know? going to yeah. say I'm yeah, proud yeah. of you because you stopped. Normally you wouldn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you've learned.
1: I, I mean, listen. All right, well, there you go. Um, Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I mean, this was all because we were saying Steve Mason perhaps was lying. So here's that.
2: Tangents, George.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to remember how we got here, but okay. I mean, yeah, it was a good Steve story. Mason,
2: Steve Mason saying yeah. that it wasn't 60-40 Niners fans yeah. turned into admissions of honesty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And but we got yeah, a bird sound in. I mean, that's a, that's a good segment right there.
2: Not just one bird sound. You had birds sitting on tree communicating, and you had bird flying in, swooping in for, for prey. This is a solid segment of Sports Talk Radio.
1: All right, coming up next, the NFL is riddled in scandal. So many scandals, we probably won't be able to fit it into one segment, but we'll try anyway. That's coming up next.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: I kind of like this song. I'm not a huge, like, Super Duper Beatles fan, as everyone knows. Like I'm like, like they're fine. You know, I know that they're, like, arguably the greatest band ever. It's just not my cup of tea, but I do like this song.
2: It's a little before our time, George.
1: But man, yeah, I mean, all their music is pretty much before our time, for yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, so. but my mom had a box of, again, I always forget which one's a 45, which one's a 33. 45 L-pins. is the small one. Yeah, my mom had boxes of little ones, the, the 45s. Mm. She had every Beatles song. She had every Beatles album. And as a kid, I was probably like 10 years old. So this is figure like 1980. I remember looking through all this, this stuff. And thinking it was all garbage, I wish, and I don't know, knowing my mom, she's kind of a hoarder like I am too, a little bit of a hoarder. I'm I thought trying. you were going
1: to say something else. I'm like, bro, it's no, your no, mom, no, bro. No, no,
2: no, no, no. hoarder. Her okay, do, thank do, you. Do. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah I know. That's Especially after of those...
1: the conversation we just
2: had. You right. Know? It's one of those words where you, there better be something after that. Yeah. Um, you know, I was like, I need... bro, it's your mama. Right. I needed the der, you know. Yes. But, but I'm trying to not be <laughs> such a hoarder, okay, yes. anymore. Yes. yes. But I wonder if she still got those. I bet you think those things are worth a lot of money nowadays.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they are. Uh, By the way, uh, speaking of things that are worth a lot of money, 710 ESPN has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi trophy. Keep listening every hour for the super sounder. We just heard one, actually, in the last break, and, you know, spoiler alert, they will happen in the breaks. Uh, when you hear it, be calling number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game. The 710 super ticket giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. Our 4 o'clock winner and the sounder that just happened in that first segment was Fernando Gonzalez Gonzalez from Oxnard. So, congratulations to him. There'll be a winner in the 5 o'clock hour, a winner in the 6 o'clock hour. Again, those are people that just qualify for chances to win tickets to the big game. And during our three local shows, Travis and Sliwa, beginning at 9.55, Mason and Ireland, and us in through the evening, uh, you will have your chance every hour. So, make I sure like you're it. listening all day.
2: Fernando Gonzalez. Sayuros, my friends. How are you? 805 Oxnard representing. Glad you guys are listening up that way. Way to go, What did man. you say? Sawa? Saludos, my friend. How are you? Saludos. Hola. Saludos. Saludos. No, lu, saludos. Saludos, my friend. Only one L. It sounded L.
3: like you were talking like about the money, euros, like say- euros. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you. Why did you put two L's there and make it a Y?
2: Well, because the name Fernando.
1: Right. Fernando. When I was. A,
2: when I was a kid. Yes. Billy Crystal did this bit on on uh, on Saturday Night Live. Fernando, you remember? Yeah. The I hideaway. Fernando, Sayur- yes. and that's what he would say. He would say, "Sayuros, my friends, how are you? You look marvelous." Yes. Right. That's how he would say it. He would say, yeah. "Sayuros, my friend." Yeah. But he was saying things wrong because, as he said on the bit, "I have American mouth and a Mexican mouth and American teeth." Some, something. He has a funny comment like that where he's got this and that, you know. So I screwed it all up, but it was funny. Okay. Kind of had to be there. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Um. So speaking of screwing things up, boy, the NFL is in deep trouble here. Seems that way. Let me explain something to you. I mean. Mm. Do you know – I mean, you know this, but I'm just saying, like, just for, you know, just for hyperbole here and and posterity. um, Do you know how hard it is to push Tom Brady's, quote-unquote, official retirement off of page one today? Like, it has to be a monster, massive story. And this Brian Flores story is a massive story because it is not only racial in nature, right – But then you also have the element of integrity of the game also being questioned. So you have two humongous accusations, okay, against not just one but several teams. And not all the teams are being um, levied the um, accusation of racism. For example, with the Dolphins, Brian Flores' old team, he's basically just saying that their owner is a buffoon. Um, You know, his words, not, you know, their allegations not mine um that he is basically does has has zero integrity for the game and then while he's there he's basically telling you every other team and the league is racially insensitive at best and at worst racist
2: yeah and then there's the bill belichick screw-up which is kind of a weird part of the story where Belichick thinks that he's texting Flores to congratulate him on getting the New oh, York no! no, no. Giants.
1: He thought he was texting Brian Dable.
2: Oh, you see, I thought he was trying to I thought that he that no. the texts no, no, were no, to no. Flores. No, no. Flores is like, Coach, do you have the right guy? And then No no no. The texts were to Flores, but Belichick
1: thought he was texting Brian Dable.
2: Yes, right. Okay. So the point is is that Belichick gets put into this thing also because Belichick thinks Hey, congratulations, you got the job. And Flores is like, Do you have the right guy here, coach? Because I'm not sure we're on the same page here, you know? And so, yeah, when you've got Belichick's name in it, you've got accusations of racism you've got uh, accusations of an owner trying to essentially bribe you to tank games you've got an owner trying to coerce you into uh, violating league policy when it comes to tampering with other players i mean these are strong strong allegations and the thing i thought right away george was hey brian for a guy who just had an nfl head coaching job who wants to get another one Man, you're making it really hard on yourself. And later on, he actually said, look, I know. I mean, I'm a guy who wants to be a head coach in the NFL, and I may blow up my entire career with what I'm doing right now, but I think this is bigger than me. This is a, a story where every year we think the NFL is going to hire more minority candidates, particularly for head coach and front office positions, and it's just not happening. I mean, that's just an, It's just a reality and a fact. It is just not happening.
1: Yeah. And okay. So for just to kind of catch you up, right? Like I, I think that the text message part of it and the bill Belichick part of it, it the, the detail around that is extraordinary. So I'm going to read you the text messages, the screenshots. Okay. They have actual screenshots in this deposition, 58 pages. Okay. That Brian uh, Flores and his attorneys filed. And it's a text from bill Belichick and it says, sounds like you've landed. Congrats to which Flores responds. Did you hear something I didn't hear? Giants, question mark, exclamation mark, Bill Belichick writes. Flores writes, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Belichick then responds, got it. I hear from Buffalo and NYG that you are their guy. I hope it works out if you want to. Flores responds, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. And then he realizes, wait a second, coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable just making sure? And then (laughs) Belichick responds, sorry, I effed this up. I double-checked and misread the text. Mm -hmm. I think they're naming Dable. I'm sorry about that, BB, to which Flores responds, thanks, Bill. Now, now, I'm going to lay out a different layer to the story that nobody's talking about. Okay, let's have it. Now, this is complete reckless speculation on my part.
2: Oh, I like complete reckless speculation. Go ahead, man.
1: So reckless that I could never confirm this without the subject of this commentary actually coming out and admitting that this is the case because this subject would clearly, based off those text messages, have plausible deniability. But let me ask you a question. All right. Bill Belichick. Mm Mm-hmm. How many times has he had run-ins and issues with the National Football League?
2: There's been a few along the way um, over the course of the last 20-plus years in New England. There's There's been several. Okay. I mean, there was there's Spygate. Correct. There's Deflategate. Right. There's probably other gates that I'm not familiar there's with a, off the top the, of my head. There's some gates. Right. There's yep, at least lot of gates. two gates. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what division do the Buffalo Bills play in? Uh, same division as the Patriots and the Dolphins, AFC East? Correct. Also,
1: what is the team that he used to be the defensive coordinator for?
2: The New York Giants? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, who didn't hire him at one point when they could have? Uh-huh. I'm not saying that this was intentional. I would say that infinity percent That Bill Belichick clearly made a mistake here, but there is one one millionth of a percentage point that makes me believe in the back of my head, yeah. You know, maybe I kind of want Brian Flores to blow up the league and blow up the two teams that I despise.
2: Those two teams being the Bills Bills and the Patriots, the Giants. Oh, the Giants. Yeah. Why do you hate the Giants? Oh, Bill because Belichick. They him the Giants. When they could have been a little bit of a little bit of a of it okay I of gotcha. you you think of wants to blow up the Giants because he's resenting them 20 plus years later mm-hmm. after six Super little bit of a little bit of a little
1: bit of a little bit of at the forefront. Again, I'm telling of a percentage point that a there was of a percentage point that maybe there was some uh, in, intent behind it? Like, oh, you know, maybe I can get back at the NFL. I can kind of screw over the Giants and the Bills, you know?
2: This is, as you just said. And,
1: by the way, also inform one of my assistants that he's
2: getting wronged. Okay. I like that you started this all with this is complete reckless speculation. I like that because I think this is an innocent coincidence that is now becoming humiliating. That Belichick types into his phone Brian – and he's got Dable, and he's got Flores, and his mind is on Dable, but his phone is on Flores. And, I mean, have you ever made a mistake like this where sure. you're talking to the wrong yeah. person?
1: Yeah, you've said it. I, listen, Lindsay Fulton, producer of this show, when she was the producer of Mason in Ireland, um, whether it was her, she's done it before, Mason's done it before, where they have sent a, te-
2: a group text that has included me instead of Jorge Briones. Oh. Oh, different Jorge. Yeah. See, I just typed in Jorge in my phone. I went to Sedano before Brionis. That's what it, I think. Maybe I'm being naive here. Okay. Maybe I don't. No, no, no. There's the chances. I get just told you. Did you hear me? The I chances did. one millionth of a, mistake, of, our, of a chance.
1: Yeah. One, one million. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent. It was no. Just you said infinity mistake.
2: after the last nine. That's right. What infinity. You said. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this is an unfortunate. And now humiliating, innocent mistake that Belichick made. The question you gotta ask yourself right now about Brian Flores is has he now just destroyed his potential career as a head coach in the NFL? Has he made himself unhirable by the NFL? Is he going to have- At least
1: at least by the current group of owners, yes. Does, does that mean that a new owner that comes in won't hire him? Um, I don't think that that means that the Broncos are up for sale. Um, If someone um, who's not part of the quote unquote good old boys club comes in and buys that team, then I think he, you know, he has still a a small chance. Uh, But I would say he's already said it. I don't need to tell you. He's told you that there's a good chance he has uh, coached his last game in the NFL, but he feels that this is more important than that.
2: Well, I thought it was interesting the way the lawsuit starts out. I'm going to presume that everybody who's tuning in this afternoon has not taken the time to actually go through and read the lawsuit. I've only read probably 5 to 10 of the 58 pages. But they started out with, hey, it's day one of Black History Month. They Correct. started out with a quote yeah. from Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. And the, the first like few paragraphs are, hey, this is Black History Month, and Martin Luther King Jr. fought for equality all these years ago, and here's where we are today in the NFL and so this uh, this was a very very calculated risk at least for his career for Brian Flores he's fighting now a much bigger battle than just trying to find a head coaching job
1: oh I I don't think there's any question but I like that he is taking on this battle I think that somebody needed to do it because we've kind of all thought the Rooney rule while the spirit of it is of course a hundred percent in the right place Um, And, you know, the Steelers went and abided by their own rule when hiring Mike Tomlin when their coaching vacancy uh, became available. And by the way, they will tell you the story that Mike Tomlin was certainly not near the top of their list, but he blew them away. Um, But there's plenty of coaches, and Scott, you know this. You've covered this league for a long time that will tell you, I don't even know if I'm going to do these interviews anymore because it's just a sham. So.
2: Yeah, and they say that uh, I guess part of Flores's claim is is that he was interviewed by the Giants before they even really hired a general manager. So for him, that was just some symbolic interview just so that they could say, yeah, um, we interviewed a man of color.
1: Well, that's and right. he's alleging that in 2019 when he became the coach of the Dolphins that John Elway and his group basically arrived disheveled and somewhat still inebriated perhaps. from the Yeah, well, before. that's not
2: surprising. I mean, that's kind of par for the course. That part of it doesn't surprise me at all.
1: Okay, well, I, I don't know John Elway like that, but okay. Uh, all right, well, we, here's the other part. We haven't even gotten to the stuff about the integrity of the game because this is certainly the biggest part of it, the ra- you know, the racial allegations. But I, I think the owner of the Dolphins is in huge trouble. And here's what happens when guys are in huge trouble and the NFL's in huge trouble. People start trying self-preservation and I, I, don't think this is the, this is just the, the end. I don't think this is the end of this. This is only scratching the surface. This thing is going to get way worse as far as the owners and the NFL is concerned because we saw that with the Gruden thing a couple of months ago. That it, this is just going to continue to unravel on them. We'll get into the allegations about issues with integrity of the game and how it affects, how it affects the fans directly. We'll get to that in a second. Um, by the way, this portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Don't forget, we got Jerry West talking smack about the Lakers. We'll have that this hour as well. Stick around. We're back in two
2: and a half minutes.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy
3: price. Go to your happy price, price
1: Priceline. Sedano, Cat with you on 710 ESPN. So the big story of the day is the Brian Flores lawsuit of the NFL. And I think uh, our pal Eric Herrera, who tweets us, says it best. Flores is going against a billion-dollar Goliath. I'd say Flores will go down in history, but somebody will um, complain about making them feel uncomfortable and it will be erased from the books. I don't think so. I, I think that this thing like I, I look, the NFL had to admit they were now years later, they had to admit they were wrong about Colin Kaepernick. Um I, I think that this this is different in the sense of there's um you know, and maybe I'm forgetting specifics about the Kaepernick situation, but he's got documentation <laughs> like he's got screenshots of Bill Belichick telling him Brian Dable got the job three days before his interview.
2: Yeah. I, I, listen, I got to say, I'm a little confused by all of this now. I'm going through and I'm trying to reread the actual complaint. And I was and forget I guess the I, complaint. You want well, me just
1: to show you the stuff that, no, no, th- that everyone it. else already given that I put out there like the reports but, or no? But here's
2: no, no, here's the thing. I think Brian Flores, you just mentioned the name Kaepernick, and that's exactly what I've been thinking, is that Colin Kaepernick was excommunicated from the NFL. You're right. The NFL years later, Roger Goodell with egg on his face had to say, Hey, we were wrong. Okay. The NFL we were just wrong. We were insensitive and we admit that now. And what can I tell you, man? A couple of years ago we felt this way. Now we feel this way. That's the way Roger Goodell made it seem. I think Brian Flores is going to be to coaching what Colin Kaepernick is, was to players. He's going to do something or fight something bigger than just trying to compete for his next head coaching job. He admitted, Flores, I realize this is probably going to hurt my career as an NFL head coach anyway, really badly. I don't know a lot of owners around the NFL that are going to be happy with with an owner who goes, yeah, we hired this guy. Even though he's suing the league and humiliating everybody and, and telling everybody what everybody already really knows anyway, which is that the league has done an absolutely horrendous job of hiring qualified people who are minority candidates. But he's going to be to coaching what Kaepernick is to players. Yeah, and here's the thing.
1: Before anyone starts yelling and screaming about this, like that, you know, oh, blah, 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 he got... Because I've seen this already on social media, okay? Where it's,
3: oh yeah,
1: what well, you know, he was hired because of the Rooney Rule. He was also fired after having two winning seasons. He was all, and here this is where we'll get to. He was also hired and was told to tank, which we all knew at the time three seasons ago they were tanking. But now we have allegations that the owner of the team told him, please lose games so we can have. The best draft pick possible. He, I will offer you a hundred thousand dollars right for every game. loss. Right, right, a hundred right. grand. So now what happens is beyond him just being upset, right? Like Bill Belichick telling him via text, mistakenly or not, right? Like we're assuming it's mistakenly that Brian Dable has got a job that he is going to interview for three days from now. Set him off, and it would set anyone off. If you knew that you were being trotted in as some sort of token interview to satisfy a rule, you would be pissed about that. So, of course, at that point, you're like, you know what? The hell with all this. I'm going to uncover all of it. And he did. And then that led to the stuff with the with the Broncos where he alleged about John Elway and his group and then you know from when he was a coaching candidate the first time around and the owner of the team Stephen Ross was offering him 100 grand per loss and then there's the other story where in the January of 2020 Stephen Ross invites him to his yacht right to Ross's yacht he invites Flores and he's he's like, hey, so there's this prominent quarterback gonna come here. I need you to, you know, kind of chat with him so we can uh, try to convince him to come play with us. That prominent quarterback, while not named, seems fairly obvious that it's Tom Brady, right? Who right. was still under contract in January, even though they were um they had they had lost to the New England Patriots. And because Flores had a relationship with Tom Brady, and Flores like, oh, hell no. I'm not getting caught doing this crap. Mm-hmm. Right, that's tampering. Because you're the billionaire. I'm not. Mm-hmm. If you get excommunicated from the NFL, right, you'll
2: survive. Well, I, I may not. I'm a first-year head coach. Right, right. Owners don't kick out other owners. You know, I mean, these owners, one thing about NFL owners that we have learned over the years, and I say we, I mean everybody in L.A., because anybody who watched the Rams try and get to L.A. and then the battle between the Chargers and the Raiders figuring out who was going to get to L.A., the one thing you know about NFL owners is they take care of their own. They are a private fraternity of 32 individual guys, and they take care of their own. And by the way, here's another case in point. Look what happened in Washington. I mean, we all want to know what's in all those emails. John Gruden's the guy who lost his career over it, but Daniel Snyder, this was his mess, and the owners have squelched all of that. So the owners take care of the owners, right? So uh, if you are him, Torres is like, I'm not part of it. I can't be part of this, right? Because
1: think about it. In 2020, he's gone through his first season. They've gone five and eleven. Okay. And, and, and you know, he, the owner's already upset with him, sort of, right? Because he didn't get the number one pick, which is what they wanted. Um, but I don't blame him there either. Self-preservation. What's to say he doesn't get David Cullied in that spot, right? Well, like, now yeah. that we're armed with that and knowing what happened there, right? So then he's being asked to tamper. Right. <laughs> and right. he's like, dude, I'm a first-time head coach. Like, what are you doing? But if you s- want to talk to this prominent quarterback, which we all assume is Tom Brady, you do it.
2: Well, but but here's the thing about Stephen Ross, and again, I, I don't assume that anybody listening knows what I'm about to tell you, but here's the connection. So Stephen Ross is a big Michigan guy. Yeah, no, I
1: think some people know that because okay. he's been tied to Harbaugh a bunch.
2: Yeah, so, so here's Stephen
1: Ross. And by the way, Harbaugh decided who was... The Dolphins, he was rumored to go to the Dolphins immediately, within hours of this story, is now going to become the Vikings head coach, according to reports.
2: Yeah. So so Ross being a big Michigan guy and Ross being the owner of the Dolphins and him wanting to swim in the big, you know, the big ocean of let's win. Like we we're we don't win. Our fan base has dwindled. Our games aren't sold out the way they once were. There's no excitement around this team. But if we get Tom Brady, and hey, I know Tom Brady. Cause he's a Michigan guy. I'm a Michigan guy. We got that relationship. When you're ultra wealthy, you all kind of run in the same circles. So I've been able to organize a meeting with Tom Brady and I need you to use your relationship with Tom Brady to get Tom to come here to the dolphins. And the way Flores makes it sound is, Hey, look, hold on a second. I am a man of integrity. Okay. I am not going to tamper, especially I'm not messing with bill Belichick. No chance. And it, according to Flores, he leaves the yacht. Brady shows up later. That's according to the allegations,
1: right? And and here's the other part. Remember when he was fired? What the what Stephen Ross, the owner, said about Brian Flores,
2: the part where he's like a guy who's a complete pain in the ass and an unworkable situation. Right. He's terribly verbally abusive. Like they said that he he would tell uh, Tua the quarterback, dude, if I would have known that you're this bad, I would. No, never that would, have that turned you. out to be a
1: fake story that well, Michael Lombardi put out pr- there. Yeah, who put it out there? Michael Lombardi, the former GM guy who always puts out awful information that's not true.
2: Well, um, but, but you that, understand so but that wasn't it's true. Out there in the sphere, though.
1: No, it was. It you was. It, there was a smear campaign saying that he was too hard to work with. That he was, he couldn't get along with that's others what I'm in the organization.
2: At. Smear campaign,
1: right? And 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 we come to find out, yeah, he didn't want to go along with all your plans of nefarious actions.
2: Well, look. You're fired after two years and you had a winning season when the owner was trying to get you to do what, what's the movie, George, is it major league where the Cleveland Indians, Lindsay, Cleveland yeah. Indians that you're yeah. supposed to lose the games because the owner wants to move the Indians out of Cleveland. And then they all decide to like, they've got a picture of her in the, in the clubhouse. And for every win, they take off another piece of clothing. Right. Do you guys remember this, this movie? Yes. Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen the movie from 1989. Yes. Okay. See that George. I watch movies. See yes. that anyway. Um, that's that's Stephen Ross in this case. He wanted yeah. them to lose. He was willing Correct. to pay 100 grand. By the way. Game. By the way. Like if I'm the NFL, that's a big problem.
1: Two, like the racism, biggest problem. Yes, no question. That they have to figure out. They ha- they're going to have to deal with the ramifications of that. Integrity of the game also a problem. Like not a small thing either.
2: Not a small thing. Uh um, No. No, but, both but, things but huge. Not, but but by the way, but both of them, the NFL not doing a good job, not even a decent job, not a half-ass job. They have done a horrendous job of taking qualified people who are minority candidates and finding these types of jobs for these guys. I mean, everybody points to Eric Bieniemy. Right away, they look at Eric Bieniemy, or you look at a Byron Lefwich as an example, who's been the offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers for the last couple of years. These are guys who have elevated in their industry, and what do people want? They want Sean McVay's, you know, they want his assistance. And it just so happens that the guys that they're talking about has been the guy in Cincinnati, the guy in Green Bay, now they're talking about Kevin O'Connell, guys that have been hired. There were eight or nine head coaching vacancies in the NFL. I mean, is, is everybody keeping score about white guys versus qualified minority candidates? Because they all seem to be white guys being hired. So whether it's trying to tank so that you can get a better draft choice or obviously not dealing with this racial issue, both of these stories are not surprising to anybody, are they?
1: No, not at all. Not at all? All right, coming up next, speaking of stories, this, probably, this next story probably would have led the show on any other day. Jerry West is taking... A blowtorch to the Lakers again. We'll get to that (laughs) in a moment. By the way, where's Christopher been? I we haven't had a rejoin in a minute since the beginning of the show. Like is he uh
3: He said he was on a, an important call. Important last night call.
2: Okay. What could be just, so important? We need him.
1: I'm just curious. Like, you know, we just I mean, not that it's it's fine to come back with music, but it's you know
2: Show must go on, George.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought my Tupac pick was pretty good, but okay. no, it's a great song. <laughs> it's
1: dope. I'm not I'm not disputing the song. I'm just saying it's very strange that uh he has uh, chosen not to uh you know partake in the show i feel like there's been moments where he could have absolutely chimed in but if he was busy then that's another thing
2: right he would have done a rejoin like did kaplan just admit that he met with an old girlfriend and she told him and then he told her and then they went and did something and then did sedano make more bird sound effects i mean yeah there there was none of that sedano he didn't do any of that you know yeah miss him
1: yeah come
2: on Uh, i want to get back to work
1: to this Jerry West story in a second. But real quick, Laura, what happened with you today? I kind of caught this thing about on the text uh, chat about you and needing cash or something happened where you didn't have cash. Or, so uh,
0: I came early to work and I decided okay. to take a walk to 7-Eleven. Oh, okay. And I said, I asked everybody in the studio if they wanted something. And, you know, people were nice. like, yeah, this and that, whatever. So I go, I grab what I need. And I'm like, here's my card, right? Like tap the card, whatever. The yeah. guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Our electronic system is not working. I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, I can take card. So I was like, okay, let me like hit the phone, right? Tap whatever. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm telling you. The whole system the whole is out. system doesn't work. And I look so dumb. And I said, so Right, right. Do you just because right,
1: this? if you didn't re- you th- <laughs> <I was laughs> like, you figured, oh, the card doesn't work. Yeah. I can just do this, but it's all tied together. Yeah. Yes, and I was yes. like,
0: I felt so dumb. And I said, okay, how do you want me to pay for this? <laughs> and he goes, like, super like looks at me, blank look and goes, cash. And I said, who carries cash anymore? And everybody's like, the card doesn't work. And like, seriously, like 10 people walked away. But yeah, like, who carries cash anymore? So I texted you guys and I was like, guys, this happened to me. I had to walk somewhere else. And I don't carry cash. Yeah,
1: I don't carry cash. Yeah. Not I mean, at I mean, all,
2: definitely. not like not. I mean, you don't have like a dollar, not nothing. one dollar. First of
3: all, what's there's the a lot in of halibut. having. What's
2: the point of having one dollar? Yeah, in- like
0: nothing. Yeah. nothing. Yeah, seriously, okay. what are you buying I mean, for a
1: dollar? Let me rephrase are, it then. You don't have. What are you buying? Can you can you no. even go to like uh, you know Jack in the Box and get no. tacos for a dollar? You, you can't, can't get even that? go to.
0: You can't even yeah. go to the dollar store yep. Yep. with a dollar. Well,
1: right, tree's not even a dollar anymore. Then we got
2: problems. Dollar
1: Tree because of inflation is like ten dollar tree. All
2: right, look, a dollar. Let's talk about this. A twenty.
0: No,
2: one no. one hundred dollar no, bill, a hundred dollar bill. Why the hell you I mean, want to walk around with a hundred? You can't even get change for that yeah. anywhere.
0: Yeah, everywhere it says please have exact change due to or pandemic or nothing more than a twenty. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't know. So, so it's he, like, he,
1: weird. He, here's the thing, Cap. Um, first of all, cash is dirty, like mm-hmm. literally, it's filthy. Like, there's that part of the equation.
2: Okay, I'll buy that.
1: Um, secondly, with a debit card. Secondly. Um, what I would say is if I need cash, if I go, like, let's say I'm going somewhere. Um, let's say a friend's in town, right? They're staying at a hotel and I'm driving to the hotel to, to meet them or pick them up or whatever, or I'm going to have dinner with their, with, you know, my wife and I are going to have dinner with these people and they're staying at a hotel. We're going to eat by their hotel and we're driving across town, whatever. I'll, I'll go to like the bank Earlier in the day, pull out, like, a 20 so I can tip, like, the valet guy, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, in that situation. Or pay for parking, right? Sometimes parking, you need cash. But even now, like, I'll give you an example. I went to a restaurant. um, Man, a while back now, uh, it was pre-Omicron. And Pre-Omicron, nice. Well, that's kind of how we have to delineate
2: these things. Right. Yeah. I had not True. heard the pre You know, there's been pre-COVID. But now we're breaking it down into variants. Nice job.
1: Yeah, well, it was pre-Omicron, where things felt like it were getting settled again, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we were headed in the right direction. Um, and I remember going to a restaurant, and I went to this place in. I met a buddy of mine who was in town uh, in a, at a restaurant in West Hollywood, and I was like, "All right, cool." And when I got when I was leaving, I was like, "Oh, I don't have cash to tip the valet guy or whatever." And the the waitress like, oh, no, don't worry. They have, like, you can, like, Venmo them. I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah. They're like, yeah. "Yeah." And I was like, for real? So I went out to the guy. I said, yo, so the waitress told me I could, like, Venmo you, like, to pay for the parking and, like, include the tip? He's like, yeah, bro, for sure. Here's my thing. Just, you know, put the QR code. And I was like... Oh, this is awesome. So is not cool. even for that in some places you need cash anymore. Here, I'll yeah, give you another they one. Have, you
3: they have like business cards with their QR codes yes, on them. Yes,
2: exactly. I, I recently saw a band play in like a small club, you know, the kind of club where you put tips in the jar? Yeah. And instead of it, like in front of the tip jar, it had their Venmo. So you, if you wanted to tip them, you rather than having to put cash in, you could just tip them by Venmoing them. That's kind of a cool That's thing. That's
3: a great idea.
2: Yeah. But, I, but mm-hmm. I, I still, for some reason, I still carry some cash. Really? Like, and it's not a lot. Maybe like, I don't know, 50 bucks. Like I got two 20s and a 10, you know? Or I've got 100 bucks in cash and I got five 20s. I don't know why, but I, I don't feel... Like I just feel like I need a couple bucks on me. So I still carry a little bit of cash. That's kind of
0: like an older person thing because my mom is like that. And that's kind of how you guys are on the My mom stage. is the same way. And
3: like, <laughs> I always am like, I'm like, why do you do that? And she's like, because I don't like to swipe my card at the gas station. Oh and I'm my like, God, why? Yes. She's afraid that someone's going to like steal no,
0: her. No, they're definitely
1: at the gas station, they will clone your card. But that's why you use a credit card at the yeah, gas station. Use the credit so card that way always. you can get your money back a lot easier than a debit card. Because mm-hmm. that's happened to me before. That's and true. I've never done it again after that.
2: I hear you, Laura. I hear you. Um, I mean, it
0: wasn't a shot. It's just No, I truth. know it
2: wasn't intended to be. I mean, put a little respect on my wallet. You oh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, um, my bad. I mean, but I just feel like for whatever reason, I always want to have just a little bit of And yet, having a little bit of cash in your wallet, I'll go someplace. I'll be like, should I give him 20 and get back $10.35? Or should I just use my debit card? And then I use my debit card. And I'm like, well, why do I even have cash? I think I probably also have a couple of like big jugs of change—pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, half dollars, whatever. Do you guys have that? Do you guys have change still, old dirty change in? No, I we got
1: all that stuff. Like I went to the bank like a year ago or something and got it all like in like. I
3: have a change jar and gave it to the and then whatever
1: money we got, we just put it in like the kids piggy bank or something. Was it a lot? I don't remember what it was, but.
2: 'Cause I once did that. I went to a Vaughn's and they have one of those machines. You pour all your change into it. I poured all my change in. I got a receipt for like I was like I got like three thousand dollars worth of change here. I pulled out the receipt, it was like fifty bucks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then and then I gave it to the cashier. He's like, All right, here's your money. I'm like, Wait, really? That was a lot of change. First of all,
0: they tax like they take so much out of what you give them. It's ridiculous.
2: It's yeah.
1: Hey, we, we got to continue this conversation on the other side cuz Morales is weighing in, Steve Mason is weighing in on cash. We'll open it up to the audience. 877710 ESPN. Do you carry cash? We got what you need to know in between. We'll be back in 2 minutes and 40 seconds.